Hello and welcome to another Mat Chat podcast with me, Mina, where I invite friends to sit on a yoga mat with me, as it were, and share thoughts on all things well-being. My intention is to leave you feeling uplifted and empowered. If you want to know more about what I do and the personal Mat Chat yoga practice I offer, then please visit my website, minablair.com. Today I've invited my friend Sarah onto the mat. A keen yogi herself, she's also a multi-faith minister, spiritual counsellor and founder of Zephorium Soul Tonic. Hi Mina, I thought today we would have a good old chat about soulmates. So our topic today is the reality of soulmates. There's so much strange myth around them so um yeah how do you fancy talking about that today oh yeah definitely I like I like talking about that because you're quite right soulmate has become this um it's become the holy grail of personal relationships hasn't it there is a lot of oh my goodness talk about uh sort of the expectation and that it's quite a big word soulmate isn't it um it's got that kind of make or break feel to it and also a tinge of, um, you know, failure as well, uh, if indeed you can't find it. So to me, the, the whole soulmate thing, in, in, at least in our culture, is around finding the, the, the perfect partner. It's, mm. it's about that person who can meet all your needs in every way, spiritual, physical, emotional. I mean, it's just like it's the all in one person who is perfect for you. And um, life is about finding that Mr. or Miss Wright. Um, and as you're as you're talking, I'm getting this horrible feeling in my guts of huge disappointment. Yes, you know? oh, my God. oh my God. What if I don't fight? What if I miss the one? What if I've already met them and they've and they've bypassed me? Oh my God, yeah. this is setting yourself up for disaster. It is the whole Mr. or Miss Wright thing is just full of 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 fear and 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 sadness and just and uh, you know yeah disappointment um and it's interesting how we have arrived here. i mean how many hollywood films have we seen about this topic you know um either about failing to find that perfect person or indeed finding the perfect person as if that thing actually exists so yeah i actually i thought we'd kick off with um just reflecting a little bit on um the myth itself and i got this uh, I was told this story by um, a very important lady. She's a, she's a counselor and a very deeply spiritual person. Um, you know her as well. And um, she said to me about um, uh, this whole, you know, the Disney story, Sleeping Beauty, okay? Which is, we're all familiar with this story. This is where the beautiful princess, uh, the, the, the wicked, uh, you know, which um, pricks her finger and she falls into a hundred year slumber and she can only be woken up by love's first kiss. So this poor girl gets put in a tower uh, and, and that's it. She has to stay there and wait for Mr. Wright, essentially the prince to come and wake her up. And then they lived happily ever after, right? I mean, those words yeah. just makes me, they make me cringe. But anyway, uh, that's the story. <laughs> and and you could just overlay all manner of cultural stuff on that. First of all, that uh, it's the woman that has to wait for the prince to choose her. And, you know, there's just yeah. endless sort of, um, uh, uh, you know, th- things you could have a go at there. But really, she said to me, how about a completely new way of thinking about the story of Sleeping Beauty? Rather than taking it literally, 
how about if we think of the, the princess as the feminine principle and the prince as the masculine principle? Because we all know, if you think about um, you know, any spirituality, any, any tradition, you have this interplay, this dance, this connection between the masculine and the feminine energies, don't you? The sun and yeah. the moon, all these beautiful sort of symbols, but it's all about how every human being, male or female, has this yin yang, the female and the feminine uh, and the masculine within them. And she said, how about if we offer up this story about how a person can unite the feminine and the masculine within themselves? So she's not looking for Mr. Right and he's not looking for the princess. It's about it's, it's about uniting and, uh, these energies and essentially connecting you to yourself. You're actually looking for, your search isn't out there, mm. it's in here. Lovely. I just thought, what a, wow, I just, do you know what? I, you know, the Disney movie is really yeah. cute, but I actually prefer yes. that way of thinking of soulmate, right? Yes. Yes, because otherwise you're just setting yourself up for profound disappointment because nobody is going to be able to fulfill all your needs. No. I mean, I remember... So what does that mean then? Well, I, I'm not sure where this expectation comes from. I mean, I remember when in one of... Uh, this is a relationship in my past. Um, the, you know, the person said to me, you are responsible for my emotional needs. And obviously, oh my that, God. Yeah, I know, right? Well, that relationship didn't last, obviously. Mm. But yeah. that person was fully in the belief that I was responsible for emotional yeah. happiness, joy, and so on for him. And because you were the princess that yes. he had rescued. Yes. And kissed, and therefore all was going to be well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it wasn't a uniting or anything. It was a, no, I have found the person who will meet my needs. This yes. Is, you hear the difference there? That's not, very scary, isn't that's it? I know. sounding a bit different to, that's not fairy tale. That's sounding like pressure. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is what we kind of have bought into um, if we're not seeing the fairy tales in the right way. I think this is really important discussion because so many people are disappointed with not having the right partner or the right this or the right that and so the reality of soulmates because I believe in them absolutely but I believe we have many 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 and they are there for all sorts of different reasons aren't they they're there to give us a good kick up the arse they're there to disappoint us often they're there to challenge us with our belief system they're there to push us forward in our personal development as we are with them but we're also there to support each other. And you know when you've got one because you just know that you know them. Yes. You just gel. I mean, I feel that you're my soulmate, Mina, you know, and I just love it. Yeah. And, do you know, I, and the same. And I remember we were on a dog walk, weren't we, one morning. Yeah. And I remember bringing this up to you. And I, I forget why I, I even brought this topic up. I must have been thinking about it or whatever. Probably in, in, at a point of, of disappointment that day, because that's yes. when this sort of thing comes up is when I feel let down. And I think I said to you, you know, what is this, this whole soulmate thing? Maybe I felt like I, perhaps, I don't know, I, I hadn't found the soulmate or whatever. But I remember saying to you, this whole soulmate thing, it is an absolute myth of finding this one person. And you just look straight at me and said, well, anybody is your soulmate. Everybody, anybody is a soulmate. Anybody who teaches you something 
even mm. if that thing is is perhaps uh, a negative thing or or what not to do that is still somebody who's offering you something and you could therefore put that under the general heading of soulmate absolutely and i think when you have a, a an experience with somebody that's difficult you really need to look at what this is about you had an, a connection with them initially otherwise you would have just walked past them in the street if there's no connection nothing's happening is there why right. are we drawn to some and not others so my experience shows that we have many soulmates who who talk to us in different ways spiritually and they are not not one not one of them is going to be everything for all of our needs and I remember a few years ago I had a client came to see me for counseling who had had this sort of voice in their head for years about the perfect one when am I going to find my soulmate when am I going to find him when is he going to appear have I missed him did I walk past him in the street and was really really distressed about this looking for the perfect one and I listened to this for about half an hour and then I, I just thought, mm. and I said to her, why don't we change that round to, instead of looking for the perfect one, why don't we look for the perfect many? Because there could be hundreds yeah. that are your perfect one for now, for what you're needing right now, for in however that shows itself. And I think it really helped her because it took off that awful pressure that if of the seven billion on the planet or however many we are now there's one like a needle in a haystack that is my soulmate and I'm going to find that person if it's the last thing I do well how about you had 50,000 of them yeah I mean 100,000 no I agree I mean just listening to your words there about the needle in the haystack I, I felt immediate exhaustion and 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 <laughs> the sense of failure and disappointment I mean it, when you think about it right we're just talking about it sort of in the cold light of day it is a ridiculous notion of anybody being perfect oh. and therefore being a perfect match to some other perfect person and therefore the two uniting perfects is what I mean it's ridiculous yeah. And I think we need to maybe place the blame and responsibility on things like these cultural fairy tales, these stories that we then turn into literal um, interpretations. I mean, this is what this is about. This is where that poor lady, she had probably read copious fairy tales as a little girl about the Prince Charming coming on a horse or coming through the woods, or I mean, all the stories are like this and the happily ever after. And she was totally living in the lacking and the failure. Yeah. How could you ever succeed? And I like doing, when I do weddings, I like to talk to the couple beforehand about their expectations of marriage. Because if they're going into marriage thinking this is the one, it, how long is it going to take before they're just hideously disappointed? A year, two years, five years, 10 years, but they will be. Yeah. And then they've got to manage all those expectations rather than saying, you know, when I encourage people, because I always encourage people to write their own vows so something that feels congruent to them you know something like for now I am committing to you because this feels good now not the ever and ever and forever lasting you will be serving me and I'll be serving you stuff because I think it needs to be a choice and we can only choose if we haven't got these ridiculous expectations that this other person is going to be 
fulfilling all of my needs because that will never happen and it will always fail and sure in relationships you can come to terms with things you compromise but I think it's much better to go into a relationship with your eyes wide open that this is one of many and I can make it work by not expecting that they're going to be my savior because nobody is going to save you except for yourself well and that's the thing and the other thing is um you know everything changes. This is the other thing that I don't like about the whole Mr. Right or Miss Right thing is that 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 sounds like a full stop, you know? And Mm. what actually happens is things happen around that couple who met in certain circumstances and everything was perfect. And then suddenly he loses his job or they have a child or someone in the family dies. And, And then suddenly the 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 people then change on the back of these events of, of life happening and now you're not the people you were in that perfect thing if that's what you thought you were and now you know there's no there's no room for growth in that yeah. full stop here's mr right uh, absolutely and yeah you will like a, you will like a prison frankly it sounds it does sort of like it's put in a box and right you can never look out we're going to shut the windows you can never see the sunshine again yeah I'm feeling claustrophobic as you're yeah. talking about it. This is sounding <laughs> me hideous. Too, me too. Yeah, yeah. I think I think maybe that's one of the reasons I've never got married because I don't like the idea of having my wings clipped. Mm, well, I need that's... to feel that I can spread my wings. You know, it doesn't mean I'm not committed to relationships, no. but I just don't want to feel trapped. And if somebody says to me, I love you just the way you're perfect, the way you are, I'd be running a mile because... I would want to be changing the following week because surely that's all about personal growth and development is that you're, you're not different from one year. You, sorry, you are different from one year to the next. Yeah. And this is why we have, if we really think about our lives and, and the sort of the people in our orbit, we have friends, don't we, for different things. We've got that friend that we open up our hearts and cry to, and we're very intimate with them and we tell them what's really going on. And then we've got the people who we like having fun with, we go out with, you know, maybe a bit lighter, not as deep. And then we've got other people who maybe disappoint us. And then we think, oh, okay, well that's, I've learned something there. I won't be doing the same thing in my life or whatever. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a mix of, of interesting things, right? And this is, we mm-hmm. all have these different levels, I feel, of intimacy and friendship and, and soulmates. And they're all giving you something, something useful for the journey. Yes, they are. And I remember, um... I had a soulmate that was a partner of mine. I knew he was a soulmate, but we were just there to teach rather than to be guiding each other. And um, we split up and a few years later, he killed himself. And I knew that he was in trouble two weeks before he died. I could feel something awful was going to happen. I didn't know what. And he had the same, he was having dreams. He told his friend, he was having dreams about me for two weeks before he left and we hadn't really been in contact for a couple of years and when he died I felt as though an arm had been ripped off me Mm. and that was different to other losses I'd had in my life where they weren't soulmates but when a soulmate goes you feel it with every cell in your body but then after time and after some healing knowing that you have a soulmate on the other side is incredibly nurturing and loving because you know they've got your back Yes. 
Yes, and I think this is where the whole concept of guardian angels comes in, doesn't it? Although mm. that sounds a bit woo-woo, and but actually, when we think of it in that way, that people who have been very close to us um, here on Earth, and then when they pass, I, I mean, I've, I've done the same. I've suffered loss, and I, you know, I love that feeling of the, they are there, um, and you know, still part of my of my spiritual and emotional well-being you know when i think of them uh not just memories for when they were here but knowing that they are over there and eventually i will be going the same way that makes me feel like that connection is still yeah there. and yeah it's really, no it's great well no one's left alone and no one is abandoned because we go we go back in streams and certainly having soulmates on the other side and all of us have got them whether we can feel it or not mm. is wonderful because all the stories disappear all this trauma or anything that happened that was difficult and all that's left is the most phenomenal love and that's just the one most wonderful thing to live with so you can be here you can have soulmates who are alive and well and in your life some come and go you've got them on the other side you know we're all in it together no one is alone and so when somebody says to me, I'm looking for the for the for the one, I, I kind of go, oh, my God, <laughs> no, oh, okay. no, Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't work like that. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. And the, the other thing I also want to say is that um, about friendships and soulmates and that I have learned in my lifetime is that there comes a point um, where sometimes friendships and come to an end don't they and mm. for whatever reason you lose touch with someone who was very close to you I had a, I had this happen to me I've been friends with this lady for uh well it must have been about 20 years actually and I couldn't imagine life without her in it you know she was a soulmate yeah. for sure and then do you know what I don't even know what happened specifically but we just we just came away from each other and I suffered a huge sense of disappointment and hurt about that and um I tried to cling I wrote letters and you know let's still be friends and I all of that I was clinging grasping mm. and it just it just didn't happen and mm. then I had a dream just before Christmas so I'm talking this is like years ago now just before Christmas I had a dream about this lady and it was so crystal clear I had not dreamt about her or even thought about her for such a long time and there she was and it was all a very positive dream and she was there and she was happy and vibrant and I woke up and I was like oh my god Claire you know what she was just there and I thought I looked at my mobile phone and I thought I wonder if I still have her number and I did I had her mobile number still and I thought, you know what? I'm going to send her a text. I'm just going to say, hi, it's Mina. Um, it's been years, but you know, how are you? <laughs> you know, I just had yeah. this dream about you and I just wondered how you are. And, and I sent it with no expectation. I mean, honestly, I just thought, you know, th this might be somebody else's number now. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah. <laughs> and, and literally in a very short time, I got a text back from her and she was like, oh my God, Mina, it's mm. you, you know, how mm. lovely to hear from you. And she was full of warmth and, and I just, and then we, we, we organized to talk the next day and we had this huge chat and it's the sound of her voice and, Oh my goodness. Do you know what? I was just so thrilled because some people you don't lose, you know, you, you don't lose They They, they come in and then they go out, but then they come in again. 
And that's the thing that the point I wanted to make that these soulmates, they, they, yeah. they can come and go. It's not, it's not always a hard end when friendships fail. And that really, I learned a lot about through that, that if we just hold people lightly, if they drift off, they might then just come back. And I know you've had the same experience, haven't you? Yeah, I've had almost identical, hasn't it? Except they haven't come back yet, but that's cool. Because I've, I learned very much from A Course in Miracles, which I studied for a long time, um, that no one is ever lost. It's absolutely impossible to lose anybody. And, you know, even science talks about this, that energy once created can never be destroyed. So when love is created between two people, or groups or crowds, it goes somewhere, even if it goes away from you, or it feels as though it goes away from you, but it it's still there. And the opportunity is always there for reigniting it. Sometimes we just need time away from our soulmates, because, you know, let's face it, we're going to be with with each other until eternity in various lifetimes. (laughs) So we're not going away from anyone. No. And then then there's the other experience, you know, I don't know whether this has happened to you, where you're on a travel, you're on a trip or something, or I don't know, maybe even just on the train to London and you, you fall into a chat with somebody and suddenly it's like a big sort of chemistry and it's like you can just talk really naturally with that person and it's as if they've always known you and then it's just literally for just that passing moment you have this big connection and they give you tons they they, they just it's like a big uh, download yeah and then you have to park because they've got another plane to catch or they're going yeah. in a different direction or something and I love stories like that where you yes I, I remember my daughter on her gap year she she met somebody like this she met someone that she felt she'd known them forever it was like they had this thing but obviously the, the circumstances were such that they had, that person had to move on or go in a different direction but she never you never forget those people that it's very interesting they stay with you even though they've literally spent what like half an hour an hour with you or maybe a plane ride or something and then that's it. I love that. Absolutely love it. Yeah, that's like your sliding doors moment, isn't it? Of of whether you yes. can, you know, if I'd followed that path, what would have happened? Because there you go. You see, this is saying, isn't it? That there are many opportunities, many people. There's another one. Oh, look, there's another one. There's yeah. another one. Here yeah. comes another one. Here comes another one. And if we're not grasping at the ones that we've lost or that have walked away, then there's going to be a dozen more coming. And it's just beautiful the way it works. And I think such a great reminder to me to just be looking out there with huge excitement for the next lot to come. Yeah. So, oh, this is great. Well, I think that's been a really good chat about soulmates. We can talk about this again at some point because it's quite a big story, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah. is. And, and it's, uh, it's, it's a great one. And it's, it's just, just reminding everyone to just always stay open, you know, to the possibilities. Um, and not, as I said, not to cling and grasp and, and project all these expectations on one individual. There are just there are people around us who can give us so much. And, and mm. I love that, that whole, what was it you said? Soulmates, there are many, many. Yeah, soulmates. one, the perfect many, not the, the perfect, perfect one, the perfect many. I love that, Sarah, yeah. the perfect yeah. many. Well, thanks <laughs> for that. That's lovely. Oh, it's been great chatting with you today and see you soon. Okay, see you.